0: Michael Michael Reed Reed on on
2: LMFM. Now, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, has said she has every confidence that her department has the capacity for the full reopening of schools in late August and early September. She said that there is ongoing engagement with public health on the matter. And speaking yesterday, she said that the uh, strong mitigation measures will be in place in schools to ensure that they continue to be controlled environments. So, in theory, that all sounds like good news, but the Labour Education spokesperson, Aedona Reardon, has called on the Minister to allow a choice of written exams and accredited grades for the Leaving Cert class of 2022. And Aedona Reardon joins me on the line right now. Um, Some people might say, Aedona Reardon, that 2022, that's the summer of next year. Uh, In theory, uh, Ireland will be a safer place from COVID-19 by then. So why would accredited grades be necessary?
3: Because the level of disruption that the young people have had in fifth year, they missed in school learning from Christmas until Easter of their fifth year. So taking that into account and considering that we just cannot be a hundred percent sure as to how next year is going to, um, it's going to pan out, considering with you know the the level of of uh, increased infection amongst variants, but also. Primarily, what's happening in the UK because we can only be in charge of our own borders and what we and what happens here. But the UK situation seems to be extremely ill-disciplined. You know, and uh, the opening up seems to be happening uh, without the best advice from the UK medical authorities there um, and there's a lot of concern in the UK and whatever happens in the UK is going to have a a very serious impact here so I suppose my my suggestion to the Minister was and in fairness to the Minister I thought she handled last year's evening search um, much better than the previous year and every decision was made students were listened to uh, I, I think considering the disruption in fifth year that young people have had and they're going to have a level of anxiety going into next year with, with variants and, uh, and the continuing pandemic. By giving that option, and uh, the choice to students, I think, would be an easy, quick decision to make that we roll out uh, 2022 as we roll out 2021.
2: Now, you said it would be useful if the Department of Education would publish the independent review of the 2020 Leaving Cert uh, process, uh, basically to establish uh, how Leaving Cert students uh, performed uh, during lockdown. Um, are you surprised that so far uh, there seems to be no rush to publish this review?
3: I am, because I thought that would actually feed into some of the decision-making that we would have had over the last period of time. The idea I mean, people may forget already, but this is the problem sometimes with Irish politics, as soon as uh, one particular controversy is over. we move on, move on, but we, we may remember there were a number of errors in the in the in the calculating system. It was a very late decision to take out school profiling. There was a lot of um concern and anxiety around that time and so look, mistakes are going to happen, and I think people in opposition should be a little bit more fair when dealing with government like, sometimes mistakes going to happen, but we have to learn from them. The problem isn't making the mistakes. The problem is that we you know, don't learn from them. So the, the minister uh, committed to having an independent review of the 2020 leaving cert, and we're still waiting for it. Uh, now, she said that it would commence as soon as the entire process was finished. But, you know, I think really we'd be in a better position to assess uh, how the whole thing happened, how decision-making uh, took place. Uh, and how we can face into a hopefully reformed leaving cert over the next number of years. Because to be honest, Ken, uh, I, I think what the last you know 18 months have shown up that the leaving cert is no longer fit for purpose, there is ways around having this very taxing, traumatic exam all squashed together.
2: Well, we've all been there, yeah, Aidan, yes. Yeah,
3: it was hell. I, I, I still get, you know... <laughs> Uh, sort of
2: uh, Yes, I would have the bad dreams every June Um. (laughs) Yeah
3: and you know we have stuck rigidly to it on the basis that it's transparent and the basis that you know uh, people have trust in it and that's absolutely uh, understandable but I think now we have an opportunity in the next couple of years to say look what the pandemic did show was the fault lines in Irish society and on a lot of issues you know housing, childcare um, sick pay, and a lot of these are being resolved, but I think we need to look at the education system in its totality and certainly look at the leaving sir' because maybe into the future, we could have a hybrid system of tax grades and written exams into the future. Maybe we can't, but certainly we should should investigate the reasons behind 2020, what happened and the lessons from it. And that's what we were hoping to have had done by this stage.
2: Okay, you would get briefings from the Department of Education on various initiatives. Have you received any data or figures uh, to indicate whether or not homeschooling was a success or not?
3: Um... I, I think in general, I mean, we do have briefings in the department. In general, you know, teachers did their best and schools did their best. But again, the, the digital divide was was shown up as being quite acute. And you had some secondary schools are reporting that 60% of their students were learning off their off their smartphones. And I think sometimes people in Middle Ireland can underestimate the level of disadvantage uh, uh, that is is existent in Irish society and also that you know, if you're over 16 years of age, you have no legal requirements to be in school. And so what happened for, for a whole generation of Irish young people were, were drifting from school, disconnected from school, and took a decision to leave in much greater numbers than they would have done previously because it was harder for the school to keep in contact with them. So all these things had a profound effect. Now, what we have actually been calling for since February has been a catch-up fund that, that will be rolled out from this September onwards just to analyse uh, and to invest in those young people who have lost out because of in, lack of in-school uh, learning. Now, in the UK, uh, there was a fund of 1.4 billion, and in fact, the person who was uh, overseeing that 1.4 billion actually resigned over the fact that the fund wasn't wasn't enough. Now, in Ireland, we finally got the minister to agree on the 3rd of June that there would be a catch-up fund uh, for education uh, in Ireland, but we have yet to find any detail as to what that's going to be like and we're now five weeks away from the opening of schools in, in September so I think we'd have an awful lot more faith in how we can invest and improve the education system if the minister was to announce that catch-up fund because I think then we could actually begin to you know restart and rebrick uh, some of the problems sure. that we had over now, the last 18 months.
2: Yeah now one of the criticisms of accredited grades is as I understand it it's purely at the discretion of the teacher isn't it? well
3: the teacher gave a grade and uh, the, this is the problem with 2020 but what we want to find out is that it went through an algorithm system uh, and you know there were problems with that there were three errors with that and and so we have yet to find out what's going to happen in 2021 when the results come out will there be grade inflation or will it be similar to 2020 so yeah look in, in any system where it's you know uh, the relationship between a between a, an individual and their students you know it's always going to be scrutinized um and that's what well, well, we that's really needed, the, the independent review in order to find out sure, if but, it
2: works. Yeah, but that's the point I want to make to you, that uh, it's at the discretion of the teacher and if, if Johnny and Mary have a very good working relationship with the teacher, the teacher may decide to give Johnny and Mary a good grade, but if Patrick and Annie don't have a good relationship with their teacher, the teacher may and I stress the word may, may decide uh, to punish individuals who perhaps weren't cooperative in Class uh, during the previous five years isn't that one of the well, potential we all, yeah, flaws? We
3: had, all those, yeah, we had all those discussions before the accredited grades or the calculated grade system was put into place. But we have to sort of trust the professionalism of our teachers. That so our, our teachers give gradings at first year, second year, at fifth year level. Um, so we have to trust that they're going to be professional. We have another professions such as the like guardy uh, living in local communities have to police an area. Uh, without fear or favour, and it doesn't matter what kind of a personal relationship they have with somebody. If somebody breaks the law, they break the law. So I think we have to trust teachers and the professionalism that they can do the job uh, correctly. And Now, this was done at very short notice, and I can appreciate how teachers were particularly perturbed as to, as to having, this, having to do this at a very short notice, but this is why we needed the independent review and the findings of it, to, just to, to analyse how successful it was or otherwise. Now, into the future, I can see that people will be will be will be nervous about it, and that kind of precious relationship that teachers have with their students as being, you know, in, in, independent arbiters for them. You know what I mean against the system. But at the same time, we have to analyse: it make any sense, and does it work for students to have all this pressure at the end of uh, at the end of their uh, of, of their of their six year senior cycle? Now, look, we have made changes, and there is a level of of uh, continuous assessment in some in some um, in some subjects. But certainly, I think there is an opportunity for, for us to look at it. Now, there's, there's also, kind I of might say, there's a proposal for a Citizens' Assembly in education. We'd like to see that rolled out. But there's a number of things, I think, that the Minister has, has been successful at. And there are no, a number of things that we still are, you know, we really need follow-up on. Uh, but certainly, you know, next year we should we should have a catch-up fund so that we could repair all the damage that was done for the last 18 months.
2: Uh, just uh, before I close, uh, Aidan, there would be a lot of parents listening to this programme indeed, a lot of people doing their leaving cert in the next year or two uh, wondering when uh, a new leaving cert system can come into place. Uh, ongoing assessment is the, uh, I suppose, the most popular uh, style being mentioned where people are assessed as they go through the leaving cert sti- cycle, you know, up to junior cert, and then on to to leaving cert. How soon do you think uh, we could have such a new system in place?
3: Well, sorry to know. I mean, at the at the Erasmus Education Committee are going to take take soundings out. I know the you know ISSU who I met yesterday, the Irish Secondary School. Uh, yeah, student Union. Uh, I met them yesterday. I know they have strong views on it and they've published papers on it. We had a conversation about the Junior Cert a number of years ago and that was a very difficult conversation because, again, that, that sort of precious relationship between teachers and students, many teachers felt that that was going to be undermined. Um, I don't know is the answer, but I do know, you know, what, over the last 18 months, education has been at the forefront of political debate for the first time in a generation. And I think if we if we kept at it, then maybe we could have some real change in in in, in a short period of time. Um, but certainly, I would say to any student listening, if you are doing your leave insert, um, the power of students is is and the voices they have because of the ISSU and because of activism is is much stronger now than ever. And if you want your leave insert to change, or if you want the system to change. Well, then make sure that you have your voice heard and contact your local representatives and, uh, 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 and speak to your own experiences because it did make a change this year. The only reason why the Leave and change changed for 2021 was because students made a change and the demand of the choice and they got one.
2: OK, well, we'll wait to see if you get your way on this, namely that uh, written exams and accredited grades are offered out for Leaving Cert students in 2022. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. That's Aidan O'Reardon there, who is the Labour Party spokesperson on education, enterprise and trade. All right, we'll take a break.
0: Michael Reed on LMFM. On LMFM. Selling a little or a lot? Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.